Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. If you're a business owner and you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, then our show today could quite literally change your life. And so today we're going to be talking about uh, one of the most important things Mm -hmm. that business owners need to start planning for, but very few actually do, and that is your exit strategy, or what we like to call your retirement. We want to talk about this, and we'll also uh, provide you an update on one of the most important changes that is happening to a very powerful savings tool uh, that is going to be a benefit uh, to a lot of people and result in some tax-free income in retirement. So mm-hmm. the very exciting things. Uh, so kind of the first thing that, that we want to talk about, though, is you know why people or why business owners often put off this decision to start planning their exit strategy. I think for new business owners, especially if you're just getting started, we don't want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just surviving. Yeah. You know, that first year is a hot mess for most business owners of just trying mm-hmm. to figure things out make sure that your business plan is in good shape, that your finances are in good shape. So we understand that it's not going to be your top priority initially. The other part is that even though it's not the, might not be the top priority, Mm -hmm. it has to be on the list. Yes. Right. Because at the end, your financial independence is on the line. Yes. And so that's why we felt like it was really important. You know, side hustles, side gigs are becoming a huge part of our economy here in the United Mm -hmm. States. So if you've got even a side gig that you've been working on that's building, right. this also applies to you. And we wanted to make sure you have some tools to help you focus on some things that may have not been on your radar at this point mm-hmm. that will really benefit you in the long run. Yes. What are some of those reasons that we want to give our listeners, our business owners for starting that planning process? So you called it the exit strategy earlier. And I love that you did mm-hmm. that because you're going to exit the workforce at some point. It, yeah. it could be by your choice if you've planned well and you've done the work, or it could be by force. I mean, the statistics tell us that more people quit because they have to, to take yeah. care of a family member or because of their own health problems. Mm-hmm than those that choose to. So if you want to be able to choose that exit strategy, it's important that you plan ahead for it. Absolutely. And also what we know is that owning a business is already so stressful, mm-hmm. right? So we want to make sure that by planning this process, that takes some weight off your shoulders and that allows you to actually focus on your business. Yes. Another one that a lot of employers don't really know about are the tax advantages of having an employer plan. And be clear, Mm -hmm. as a business owner, whether you have employees or not, those tax advantages still exist. So you've got the ability to deduct a portion of your income on a tax deferred basis in some of these options. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to defer taxation on the assets that you put inside of your retirement savings. Mm -hmm. And then also there's some tax-free income options in retirement if you choose to trade off the tax deduction for the tax free income. So we're going to talk through that a little more here in a minute, but there are tax benefits as a business owner that you can utilize. One thing that we've seen a lot with business owners is that they will deduct, 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 deduct down, Mm -hmm. buy random stuff to spend money for their business so they don't pay taxes on their earnings. Mm -hmm. But what if you paid yourself first instead of buying another thing that you may or may not need for your business? That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And yeah, that's just wise planning. Mm -hmm. And lastly, uh, to attract and retain talent, mm-hmm. right? So the best talent looks for a place that values them and their future, right? So that means providing them with an exit strategy as well. Yes, we've taught this before, and I, I hope that you're aware of this too, that you know you can have two jobs that you're comparing, 
It's not just about the salary. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people get very focused on that, but people are wising up. They're realizing benefits Mm -hmm. are equally important. So having those, if your business offers them and another one doesn't, you're going to be a more competitive employer than the other option. I know that I've been talking to uh, some of my cousins that have been getting out of college and into Mm -hmm. the workforce. And that's always one of their questions that they want to ask me is, okay, you know, uh, here's, here's this job offer. This is kind of what their benefits look like. You know, are these good retirement benefits? So Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely a lot of I would also say that most small business owners that I know really do love their team yeah, and they want to take good care of them. So this is just another thing you can do to take care of them for their long term goals. Yes. So now that we've talked about the, the reasons to start planning for it, let's kind of talk a little bit through the options that you have. Mm-hmm. Right. So which plan fits you best? And a lot of it really comes down to how many employees you have. Mm-hmm. Then also, if you want to start matching, right, mm-hmm. and how much you're willing to do that. Some folks uh, are sole proprietors, right? So we'll talk about that as well. Correct. Uh, but just starting with the businesses that do have some employees. So what would you say are the best options for them? So for a smaller business, say 100 employees or less, mm-hmm. there is a type of employer plan called a simple IRA. And it is truly what it name says. Mm-hmm. It is simple. They uh, It allows you to do up to a 3% match. Now, your employees have to give. For you to owe it, of course. So if right. they don't put in 3%, you don't have to put in 3%. Um, right. And if they put in 20%, you still are only locked in for 3%. So it's very manageable mm-hmm. from the employer standpoint. The investment fees um, are on the employee, whereas with other types, the employer carries a lot of the financial load. With right. the simple IRA, the employee actually carries the load of their own investment cost. You're simply committing to the match, but it allows you to get started. Mm -hmm. It has a decent, um, uh, you know, annual limit that the employee can defer from their salary. Mm -hmm. Um, It it changed just recently to 15,500 and then there's still the catch up that they can do if they're over age 50. But as an employer, you get to deduct those matches. Right. You also can get credits when you initially start it for those startup costs. So you Mm -hmm. need to get with your CPA about that and make sure you get the credits that you're due. Yeah, yeah, which is great because I mean the simple IRA is already a pretty affordable plan. Mm-hmm. But when you add on top of that, you know, the the tax credits for qualified startup costs as well as you know some additional uh, employee credits that that these employers can be eligible for, uh, mm-hmm. it really adds up to uh, to really cut a lot of costs there, especially at the beginning. Correct. And uh, there's one really really big update mm-hmm. that we were really excited about uh, that we talked about at the intro. And that is the ability to make Roth contributions to simple IRAs. Correct. So for as long as simple IRAs have been around, the only option employees had was pre-tax contributions. Mm -hmm. With the new tax law this year, they actually changed that where Roths are available, just like you find in a 401k. The challenge has been they passed the law, but the infrastructure wasn't there. (laughs) So be patient, but keep asking because it's going to be there soon so that you can start utilizing that. As a reminder, if you use the Roth option, then you're saying, I'm not going to take the tax benefits now. So you're not going to get the tax de- or tax deduction on your right. income for this year. But when you take that money out in retirement, you will receive tax-free income then. So that's the trade-off with Roth. Want to make sure we clarify that. Yes. So we've talked about the benefits. So a few of the, the cons here would be that there is a lower contribution than with a 401k, which we're going to talk mm-hmm. about next. Mm-hmm. There's no loan features like there are in 401ks, no vesting period. And to clarify, that's really the con for the employer. Right. So with a 401k, with the vesting schedule, they can say, if you've not been here a certain number of years, then the employer match 
is not all yours. Mm -hmm. But with Simples, the minute the employer puts it into the plan, the employee has full access to it. Right. Yes. It's uh, in their ownership. Mm -hmm. And uh, lastly, there's not as much flexibility in the match uh, as there is with the 401k. Mm -hmm. Uh, But overall, still a well-rounded plan that just makes it very simple for the employer. Uh, So next, we're going to talk about uh, the 401k, Mm -hmm. which uh, I would say is probably one of the most popular options. It's definitely the one most people know about when they hear that they're familiar with it because they've heard of it with Mm -hmm. other employers. One of the beautiful things about a 401k is that there is flexible matching. Now, you have to determine it on the front end. You can't just like willy nilly change it. But um, you do as the employer have the ability to make adjustments to that. Um, one benefit that some people like is that you're allowed to take loans against 401ks. We personally tend to tell people that's not a good idea. Yeah. So we'd encourage you not to use it like a piggy bank, but that is one option available in them. Yes. Um, you, as an employer, you can get tax deductions just like you could with the simple. So for right. the contribution match that the employer makes, they get to deduct that from their balance sheet for tax purposes. Right. And they also receive those tax credits. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's, again, a great opportunity. And just a quick note on that borrowing. Uh, A lot of folks don't know, you know, kind of what what the implications might be. Mm -hmm. Right. And the main thing or one of the main reasons why we advise against borrowing is that if you for some some reason separate from that employer, you know, or, you know, uh, know, switch to a different job, if you get laid off, then that automatically becomes an early withdrawal. Yes. If you move that 401k to the new employer, it will absolutely become a withdrawal. Right. So at mm-hmm. that point, then that means that you have to pay taxes on it and uh, penalties on top of that. Uh, so that, again, just be aware of that. Uh, there's also some new updates to mm-hmm. 401ks. Yes. So with new legislation starting in 2024, there won't be RMDs for the Roth portion of the 401k. So recently they had said you would have to pay an RMD on that. They've mm-hmm. changed that. They've also increased the catch-up limit. So with all employer plans and IRAs also, even individual IRAs, there's an amount that you can contribute per year. That number is higher when you hit age 50. And they've now said that when you hit 60, you can put in even more. Right. So I think they're realizing people need that help to catch up in their later years. So that's exciting. That'll start in 2025, though. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to delay, right? Or, yes, or please that, no. <laughs> <laughs> or that you can just keep putting it off. Because that's not going to work nearly as well as you think it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still a good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main uh, cons for the 401k is the paperwork and the cost of administration. Yes. And you do have to file taxes every single year. So if you're going to do one, it often makes sense to use a third party administrator mm-hmm. to do that for you. And I will say, I thought 401ks were extremely expensive in the case of a solo 401k. So if you didn't know this, if you're a business owner, you if you're the only person that you have employed, can do a solo 401k, it's actually much more manageable than mm-hmm. I expected. Yeah. Um, I have We have a client who just recently opened one and the administration costs were minimal compared to what I expected. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great option. Uh, and so the, the last option that we have here for if you do have employees are SEP IRAs. And we find that SEP IRAs work best for companies with few employees and mainly if those employees are also owners. Correct. The reason for that is with a simple IRA, with a 401k, the employee is putting in a contribution Mm -hmm. and you're matching. With a SEP IRA, all contributions are employer contributions. So the employee is not beholden to put anything into it Mm -hmm. and it's immediately vested. So again, they have access to it immediately. So with that SEP, and it's proportional, there's there's a percentage of the income that you can put in there. There's a max, right? Mm-hmm. But if the 
owner wants to put in 20% of his salary, right? Then and there's an employee, they also have to put in 20% of their salary. So that's where it can get a little challenging if you have several employees. But especially if you're a sole owner or you, it's just kind of like a husband-wife team or a couple friends on team, that's where it really makes a lot of sense to do the SEP option. Yeah, yeah. Where I see it often is if there's a uh, kind of a small consulting firm, right, mm-hmm. where each uh, partner has you know, equal ownership and they all make about the same, then it makes sense for them to have a SEP IRA because they will want to contribute uh, mostly you know, that same amount, whether that be the 20%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got a, a pretty high contribution limit, yes. right? Especially if you're uh, at the higher uh, compensation that you have, then the more that you can put into it, it, it can uh, certainly be a great opportunity for mm-hmm. business owners. And one thing to point out too, uh, when I use the word employee, because it's important for this, I've had this conversation with people who own businesses. There are a lot of small business owners who have 1099 employees, but they don't mm-hmm. have W-2 employees. Right. So when we're talking about employees in this reference, we're talking about W-2 employees. So if all you use are contractors, mm-hmm. then the SEP might actually be a really good option for you. Right. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Also for SEP IRAs, we also wanted to let you know that that same update that we provide for simple IRAs also applies to SEP IRAs. So beginning 2023, you can make Roth contributions, mm-hmm. uh, which means that you can uh, put away quite a bit of money you know, for retirement and build that tax-free income. Yes. So the last one we want to talk about is, or we didn't talk about cotton, so let's talk through that. Sorry, I was about to jump ahead. Yeah. When you're dealing with a SEP IRA, what are the things that may be a deterrent to utilizing it? If vesting is important to you, that's going to be a challenge because there's not mm-hmm. going to be vesting. Mm-hmm. So if the employee decides to leave two weeks from now and you just put money into their account, they can take it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not borrowing, just like with the simple IRA, you can't borrow against it. There's not a catch-up contribution in this particular one. So whereas mm-hmm. 401k, simple IRA, and traditional and Roth IRAs, you have the catch-up contribution, in this particular one, you're not going to. Yeah, which tends not to be an issue because it has such high limits uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, you're not going to have that ability to jump up in contribution limits at age 50 or 60. So now that we've talked about uh, you know, employers that have employees, you know, uh, we can kind of move on to uh, what if an employer is a sole proprietor, meaning mm-hmm. that he's the owner and only employee on the, on the payroll? What's great is you actually have access to the same exact tools. Right. You still can do a solo 401k. You can do a simple IRA. Mm-hmm. You can do a SEP IRA. And when you funded those, you just like everybody else, you have access to your regular IRAs, your traditional or your Roth IRA right. as well. Those don't counteract each other. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And so again, you've got several, several tools. And again, we're not kidding whenever we say this could literally change your life. Right? Yes. Because it sets you up for success in retirement and gives you the retirement that you choose, mm-hmm. not one that is just forced upon you. So yeah, what's, uh, what would be your two cents for today? So the biggest regrets we hear about are from business owners who are nearing that retirement age and have not taken time to really plan in advance. So if it's not on your priority list, we would encourage you to take the opportunity now to get that on the list, make it a priority, start paying yourself I like it. And if you're wondering how a retirement plan could fit you and benefit your company, then give us a call. We would love to learn more about your business and discuss what plan might fit you best. Thank you for joining us today. If you liked what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe to Talking Sense on podcast and on our YouTube channel to make it easier for others to learn about financial independence. 
Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.